coming to you dead in front of a dead studio audience. 31 days, 31 podcasts. It's Helpful Snowman Pottoween 2023. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Pottoween 2023. We're talking Halloween specials, and today is the Super Mario Brothers Super Show uh, episode Count Cupula. So, <laughs> um, I don't know where to start with this, if I should start with the show in general or the episode. I think I'll start with the show in general. I always kind of hated this show as a kid. There was a later Mario show that was not the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It was just an animated show, and I liked that one way more. And it seemed like this one was airing all the time. So here's how this one worked. Intro song, and then you'd have a skit with uh, Mario and Luigi, like real-life guys. Captain Lou Albano playing uh, Mario, and some guy being Luigi. They seemed ancient old to me at the time, which I, I didn't care for. But also, they didn't really do Mario shit, right, in the thing. I, I kind of discovered, because I have not watched this show in decades, right? And I hated it as a kid, and I wasn't sure why, and now I think I know why. I think I could sense the cheapness. And, you know, uh, there's basically no content in an episode of this show. So first, what you get is like a skit, right, with the Mario Brothers, the real-life ones. And the skit they do in this one, for example, is uh, Luigi is learning how to make things disappear from a magician. And that's it. It has nothing to do with the cartoon. So you can tell watching this as an adult, you're like, oh, I see what you did. You probably just recorded, you came up with these skits completely independent of the cartoon, right? And you're just like, whatever, we'll just put the skits around a cartoon and then you fill some time. Um, because my guess is at this time it was probably more expensive to animate stuff than it would be to get, you know, a couple of grandpas in, film them just saying stupid shit. Um, I hated the real life portions, if you can't tell. Because they, they were like not, they had nothing to do with Mario other than the guy was named Mario and the other guy was Luigi. And they were dressed vaguely like the Mario in the games, but not really. Which was always annoying to me because they always had like a white shirt underneath. So one wore green overalls and a cap and the other wore red and a cap. But they wore like white underneath it, which made I was like, you can't get a fucking blue shirt for these guys. What the fuck? And also like Mario, they both had mustaches. So that was something. But, you know, Mario had this like long, curly Gene Simmons hair. And I was like, that's not what Mario's hair looks like. And, you know, he looked like a, well, he looked like a fat retired wrestler. And I was like, that's not really how I picture Mario as a kid. I, I always pictured Mario as a younger man. And in the cartoon, he seemed much younger, right? But I don't know, maybe there's something, too, about, like, when you take Mario, who's this kind of cartoon character, and you put him in real life, it's like, ugh. They also, I guess it's kind of historically... They have not made great decisions about who plays Mario. So I'm like, I mean, this guy didn't seem like a great choice. And then uh, Bob Hoskins was perhaps worse. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that. Like, John Leguizamo, 
other than him being thoroughly not Italian, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, that's how important is it that they're Italian? It, uh, spoiler for this show, very important. But, you know, in that movie, it doesn't really matter that they're Italian. So that I could get. I'm like, all right, he's like a young, energetic actor and all that shit. But I'm like, Bob Hoskins, what are they thinking? That was why when the new Mario movie came out, and everybody was like, Chris Pratt, that's unbelievable. And then after it came out, everyone's like, eh, he was fine. You know what? We were worried for nothing. And I was like, guys, he's not going to be worse than uh, Bob Hoskins. And he's not going to be worse. He's not going to be worse than a very drunk, broken-armed Bob Hoskins, which is my understanding of the Bob Hoskins that filmed Super Mario. And he's not going to be worse than Captain Lou Albano. So, you know, we're on an upward trajectory, and I'm happy about that. So anyway, they do the skit. Uh, okay, you have a musical intro to the show. Fine. They do a skit. They do a second musical animated intro um, before the cartoon. And, like, that's when, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, yeah, they, they have two musical intros, which I remembered, because if I saw the first one, I would click away to something else. But if I was seeing the second one, I'd be like, all right, I'll stay, because the cartoon's coming, which is the part I preferred. Because um, the only thing I liked about the real-life part was they added Mario sound effects to everything. Like, whoever was running the sound board on the Mario sound effects was out of their mind was just I don't know if they were bored or it's like you know John Carpenter live scoring something like he's just watching it and making noodling as he goes and the person was just like I'll just put in as many as I can uh to continue having a job the more or like they were it's like they were getting paid by the sound effect and so they're like <laughs> Luigi moves his arms and I add a, a Mario sound effect you know a kicking shell sound effect or something <laughs> So anyway, you get, you have two animated intros, and I was like, okay, this is to kill time. Then you get a cartoon, then we cut back to uh, Mario and Luigi again doing whatever, and then it's over. Oh no, sorry. Then we get a probably one to two minute preview of a Legend of Zelda episode, which is just clips from that show slapped together. God knows if that was actually like, you know an upcoming episode or if they're just like, yeah, fuck it, you know, put it in there. It's fine because, you know, and I was like, okay, so two intros and then a preview of this other show. I'm like, we killed a quarter of this show with just repeated stuff. You know what I mean? With having not needing to generate anything. So that's why I fucking hated this show. Also, the end credits is like, do the Mario wave your arms from side to side. And he's just doing this dance that I was like, it's, it's not distinct in any way. It just looks like your uncle who's maybe had a few too many at a wedding and they're playing a song that you really wouldn't dance to. <laughs> and he's just giving it an effort. And towards the end of it, he kind of fumbles, you know, and obviously does something wrong, I think. And it seems like he screws it up and there's probably three or four more frames of him almost tipping over or whatever, and he kind of saves it, and then it's like cut to Deke, you know, the production company. But I was like, you just, it's, <laughs> they filmed it one time, and they were like, good enough, fuck it. That's how all the, the live action parts feel, is they're just like, eh, fuck it, good enough. 
So let's talk about the cartoon, because that's the Halloween part of this. Um, so Mario, Luigi, Toad, and the princess are walking through some kind of stormy, scary hellscape, like on their way to Mount Doom or something. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, and some kind of vulture bat thingy swoops down and steals Mario's spaghetti, which, you know, we're informed he had three servings of spaghetti. And Luigi only had one, so he's reluctantly about to share his spaghetti, and then this uh, thing steals it. And, you know, like, in the, in the games, it's kind of weird, because Mario's Italian, right? But to my knowledge, he's not, like, all that interested in pizza or pasta, or the uh, uh, Punch-Out fighter who was named Pizza Pasta, because <laughs> he's from Italy, and I guess at that time in Japan, they're just like, I don't know. <laughs> Just call him pizza pasta. <laughs> oh man, that's that's one of my favorite uh, racisms. <laughs> pizza pasta. Well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, the games, I, you know, and I've been playing through the games. I'm trying to finish as many as I can before age forty. And I, whoa, I've had significant slowdown trying to get this done. But uh, I don't know if pizza or pasta appears at any point in any of the games I've played so far. So I would not say that Italian food is like something that Mario's real into in the games. But apparently in the show, it's like his lifeblood, basically. So, you know, they, they chase this thing because it stole his spaghetti. And um, they chase it to a a Spooky castle, which, uh, you know, this mouse creature shows them into their rooms. I don't know how they didn't recognize that the mouse is one of the bosses from Mario 2. Because I was like, I mean, that's obviously him. He had like a little scarf over his very long snout. So it didn't really cover that he had a long snout. It just was a, you know, it's like putting a tablecloth on a table. And you're like, well, I mean, there's a table there. I can still tell that's a table. I guess I can't tell exactly what wood it's made out of, but I know there's something there. And, you know, the other context clues of the mouse's face probably should have been something, but whatever. And so it turns out they're in Cupula's castle. Um, it's not really explained why he's a vampire and why he's turned other creatures into a vampire. And it's not totally clear that this is... Um, something that can happen in the mushroom kingdom like that vamp vampires are a thing they all seem to know about vampires but it, it didn't seem to occur to anyone like oh i could be turned into a vampire until this episode of this show so they're they're trying to escape the castle and they get caught and in what's the weirdest most fucked up thing is uh well okay so first Koopa is Dracula, except he's drinking marinara instead of blood, which was confusing because I'm like, I mean, I guess that's fine, right? Like, if, if you had a curse that turned you into a vampire and it was like, the only thing I can eat is marinara sauce, I mean, you, you'd be fine, right? Like, you could be vegan still. Not only do you not have to kill anybody... You could not even kill another animal for the, you could never kill another sentient being for the, you know, your infinitely long life. Also, I don't think anyone would particularly be trying to hunt you down. As long as you could get, you know, 
some decent marinara here and there, I think you'd be all right. Um, I guess that was what they had to do in order to like, you know, they, they were like, yeah, we don't actually want Koopa to drink blood. You know, that seems like a little much, which is weird because it seemed extremely strange to me that, so they get caught trying to escape the castle and they're put into a torture chamber. Now, Luigi is like strapped to a wall and they're tickling his feet with a feather, which I'm like, all right, that seems fine. Toad is like being stretched on a rack, but you know, it's like cartoony stretch. So he's like a rubber man. So he's fine. Mario is being waterboarded. There's like no, (laughs) there's no other way to say this. He's being like, he's on a table that's tilted. So his head is lower than his feet. And a pipe is just dripping water on his, like gushing water on his face. He is 100% being waterboarded. And I was watching this going like, what the fuck? Because obviously I was like, this must've been made by like a Vietnam vet, right? Who was like, they were like, what kind of torture could we do? Cause we can't like stab him. We can't like set him on fire. You know what I mean? We don't want to do anything that's frightening for children. And so someone was like, what if we waterboard him? (laughs) And I mean, I guess at this time, it's not waterboarding, you know, to my knowledge, wasn't like big news until, uh, you know, Guantanamo, I think was when a lot of us became a lot more aware of it. I mean, Guantanamo was also when I was like 18, 19. So, you know, I I wasn't aware of waterboarding as like a six-year-old, which probably is a good thing. You know what I mean? If you're very aware of what waterboarding is at the age of six, something has gone awry in your life. You know what I mean? Something, something ain't right. It, it just blew my mind. Because the other tortures, I was like, yeah, okay, these are fine. You know what I mean? They're not going to freak out a kid. And I guess the waterboarding wouldn't freak out a kid because they don't know what it is. But as an adult watching it, I was like, what the fuck? You know, and like, The juxtaposition, I mean, Luigi and Mario are on a wall, like, right next to each other. I'll put this as the art for this episode on the website, so you can go to HelplessSnowman.com and see it. They're, like, on adjoining walls, and on one, Luigi's getting tickled, uh, you know, with a feather on his foot, and Mario is getting waterboarded. Unbelievable. I did wonder briefly if... uh, if there was maybe some kind of intent of like, ah, Mario's, <laughs> Mario's blood is like half marinara. So that's why Koopa's after him or something. But it, I don't know. It just all kind of falls apart when they get in the castle. But to be honest, I, once I saw the waterboarding, I was kind of just, I was pretty distracted. That's all I could really think about. Cause it just, once your mind is blown, it's hard to return to like, oh yeah. And then, you know, the plot happened. But uh, they beat him with garlic. That was it. Because they were like, he's making all this marinara, but there's no garlic in it. It doesn't taste right. And they're like, of course, because he's vulnerable to garlic. So that's how they defeat him. And it was, it was also a little bit like, what an affront. What an evil bastard that he didn't put garlic in his marinara. Which I kind of agree with. 